0: Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm your host, Tearsheet's Editor-in-Chief, Zach Miller. The following is part of a new series we're running. It's called the Big Bank Theory, and it's all about the future of banking. We see three options going forward. In the march towards digital, people will gravitate towards the digital arms of incumbent banks, give their business to new upstart challenger banks, or the biggest opportunity, which is bank with the brands they love. Through embedded finance, People are increasingly turning to companies they frequent often, could be a big retail player like Walmart, or SMB accounting software like QuickBooks, to plan, store, and move money around. The following series includes content from Tearsheet's The Big Bank Theory Conference, held in November 2021. We had three full days with the top companies and professionals defining what banking looks like today and into the future. We heard from large incumbents like Bank of America and startups like Current. When I give examples of embedded finance, I typically mention Intuit. What the software company has done, marrying the tracking and forecasting of money together with the actual movement of money, points to the power of embedded finance. And it's still early innings for the potential of putting banking, payments, and lending where users need it most. For Intuit, the SMB customer is the core focus. I chatted with Rania Sukkar, SVP of the QuickBooks Money Offerings, about how Intuit builds embedded finance around her customers benefits. We dive into why that's so important with concrete examples of how Intuit determines what to offer and how it prioritizes its pipeline. We also talk about the opportunities to go deeper and broader in serving the SMB with embedded finance. Here's my conversation with Intuit's Rania Sukkar. So let's start, Rania, about talking about you. Um, tell us about your role at QuickBooks and a little bit about the overall FinTech story, the evolution of the QuickBooks platform.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I oversee our small business money offerings at Intuit. Basically, that's all the different solutions we've put in place to help small businesses manage their money, manage their cash flow. So it includes our payment solutions, our lending solutions, our banking solutions, um, and then cash flow forecasting. You know, at Intuit, uh, we are our mission is to power prosperity around the world. And we have a very large presence in consumer solutions through TurboTax and through Credit Karma and Mint, and also on the small business side through QuickBooks and now MailChimp. And so if, as our mission is to power prosperity around the world, there are just tremendous opportunities, both for consumers to change the game for them and to open up financial freedom, and then for small businesses to increase the success rate of small businesses over five years. And the small business side of QuickBooks, you know, we have been on a transformation journey over the last five years. It, you know, when we start well, five years ago, QuickBooks was largely thought of as a bookkeeping solution for the back end right. of a small business's operations, and we have increasingly shifted QuickBooks from that to making it the center of running their business. It is the most power. It has become the most powerful platform small businesses can turn to to do everything from now growing customers to Running to to um, managing their money, to managing their employees, and so we have been on that journey. And and I can share more over time about how embedded finance is so critical to us being able to deliver the solutions to small businesses to help unlock their growth.
0: Totally, and um, as as our reporting has reflected, it's it's been amazing to watch this this journey, this evolution that you guys are on. And one of the things that struck me is over the past couple of days. Um, the majority of embedded uh, solutions that we've looked at have been consumer facing. And I would say, even looking at the past two embedded conferences over the past couple of years, uh, embedded typically is around consumer apps. It's starting to change. Um, where do you see the opportunity for embedded finance innovation in terms of helping small businesses?
1: Well, you know, the, it's it's really interesting because there has been insane amount of innovation in the fintech space in the last 10 years. I mean, every year you've, you've just highlighted this. There's been more and more that's come to fruition. But despite all of that innovation, the foundational problems that are challenging small businesses or consumers are still there. There's still really tough problems left to be solved. And so that is why embedded finance can play a tremendous role in solving them. You know, if you're a small business owner, the, the, the challenges you face constantly, whether it's the time to pay, you know, you t- 64% of small businesses have at least one invoice that's 60 days outstanding. So, you know, you by then you've expended all of the money to, to get the project going and you're still waiting to get paid. Um, it's very hard as a small business to access capital still, you know, despite all the innovation we've seen in the industry, 60% of small businesses who want capital can't get what they need um, in the way that they need it. And then it is extremely hard to manage all of the information. 60% of small businesses spend five hours a week trying to understand their financial position, five hours a week to be able to make decisions about what to do next, whether to take on a new job or to hire a new employee. And so with embedded finance, we can change all of that. We can take the single platform that small businesses are using to run their money and do more of the work in that platform. So suddenly you don't have five bank accounts to partition funds in different places, and you're not using five payments processors and then trying to pull it all into one spreadsheet. In the same platform that is your CRM and that you are using to invoice, um, you are now using to look at cash flow predictions and getting alerts saying you might be low on money for payroll in the coming period, or um, you can change the terms on this invoice to get paid sooner because that will help your overall financial position. And so that is the benefit of embedded finance. We can can take these challenges that continue to plague small businesses and change that by making all of their data available to build the best solutions and making it convenient by putting it all in one place.
0: Um, one of the reasons I enjoy talking to you so much, Rania, is um, we she, you know, got a few dozen employees around the world. We are a small business. And so when you talk about the challenges of running a small business, they, they, they touch, they, they're very close to my heart. Um, I and hear I know, you. <laughs> I know the, pain, the pain is real, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So, so, with all the opportunity, I'd love to dive into how you're going about building uh, embedded financial offerings around the customer benefits, as, as, as I mentioned in the beginning. How do you go about identifying the benefits and ensuring uh, that they're the right ones to focus on, really?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I will tell you for all of us in the fintech space and everyone who's been speaking over the last few days and everyone listening in, it is an incredibly vibrant space. And every day you read headlines with something new that's coming out. And so, we, always focus on solving the biggest customer problems that's what we are maniacally focused on and we we continue to lean in and say there are massive problems that haven't been solved so that's where we start and so what we've done as a team is we've said what are the biggest boldest areas that we could go tackle that that if we could tackle these we would unleash small business success and that's what we we have identified we did a lot of research with small businesses to understand what those are and that is what we are we are focused on and so we've identified four that matter most one is financial stability for a small business to have access to capital when they need it for their business. So this is capital on demand that within um, their experience, they the, they, the their the system just knows what they can what they can qualify for in capital that's priced for their business and it's just there when they need it. Or also financial stability. Having a system understand what your upcoming expenses are going to be so you save for them. I mean, we know as consumers or small businesses, tax time is is awful. You know, you're, you're figuring out what you owe and you're scrambling to find the money to pay for it. Same for payroll every two weeks if you're a small business. What if... You could work in a world where there were predictions around those things and money was being set aside with every money in experience to set money aside for income taxes or for sales taxes or for payroll. And so that is financial stability. That takes that stress out of running a business because you've got that stability and you're making optimal decisions The next one is effortless clarity. We want to give small business. And this is a huge one. It seems like this should have been achieved a long time ago, but we are far from it. Like I said, small businesses spend hours in spreadsheets trying to figure out how to make the next decision for their business. And what if we could make that effortless with all the information in one place, plus predictions, plus recommendations? And then what about the third benefit is instant payments. The whole challenge with cash flow starts with money and problems because it takes too long to get paid. And for centuries, small businesses have had to operate on terms where they get paid based on the terms of the counterparty. And what if we could decouple that what if you could finish the work, we know your credit, we know you the credit worthy of your customer Creditworthiness of your customer, we know your own risk and we just the money is just available to you work is done money's funded no longer need to stress out about how your when your customer is going to pay you and so we believe not in faster payments we believe in instant payments and we've been working towards that and finally total reliability Risk is risk management is a, is a big challenge in the small business and, and frankly still consumer world, but money gets held all the time when it shouldn't be, or you try to move money into a bank account and there's limits that you experience and face. And so we believe in a world of total reliability where the risk systems are so powerful in the background that you are never stopped by one of these things. Your money is always available when you need it. And um, and the system can always predict what you'll need and, and is ready there for you. So that those are the four benefits that we believe are central. If they if these can be solved, we can increase the success rate of small businesses over five years and unleash the success of small businesses. They're massive goals. They're extremely audacious. They're multiple year goals, and so that's how we think about set a goal that will take us multiple years to achieve, and then and then continue to work away at it.
0: I was going to comment. You said the exact word, but th- those are absolutely bold. Um bold goals, so we got financial stability effortless clarity instant payments and total reliability uh, so so of those four um, with each of these benefits what's what's driving the prioritization and investment so you're delivering value that the customers are looking for
1: it's it's a you know it's a it's a fun space you know right now it's for anyone also in fintech there's so many areas you want to work on and um you know the conversations we're constantly having are tough prioritization calls there is so much we want to deliver with such speed and so we're constantly trading it off but you know for example in our in our banking world we have the opportunity to build you know we built um quickbooks cash um and Money by QuickBooks. These are these are banking solutions that are next generation banking for small businesses with the opportunity to fully reimagine small business uh, banking. Money moves instantly. Money is, you know, you get automated finance where you get automated savings and money is set aside. Um, uh, you know, you've got predictability on, on what your finances will be. Many of the things we talked about. And so as we have thought about the banking solution, you know, we've been in it now for, uh, lo- you know, longer than most other players in the industry and have been seeing tremendous... Um, Thank mm-hmm engagement and energy from customers. And so as we think about prioritization, we're constantly thinking about the work we need to do to build a fully-fledged bank account so that small businesses can achieve everything that they need with banking, but then also the fun, really exciting, um, amazing, unique capabilities that only we can bring, the automated um, money movement and automated savings, for example, that ties together our cash flow forecasting, where we can say your sales tax is this, and we're going to move money in automatically every, um, every week into that envelope or without Every transaction into that envelope, and so um, we're balancing it. We're doing a combination of the foundational capabilities that make that make this make this bank account the primary bank account for small businesses because we're seeing an increasing Mm -hmm. appetite and desire for that, while also building out some of these really unique, exciting capabilities. So that's insight into our constant prioritization conversations.
0: So um, uh, the the Zoom is a little bit janky here. I apologize for that, but. Uh, We have a couple of questions uh, that came in from the audience. I know we have have a cadence of some things that I would like to ask you. Um, But Simon asks, uh, Ronnie, what is the headroom for growth for embedded finance into your user base? Like what percentage of you have you rolled this out to uh, of your existing user base?
1: Uh, You know, there is just tremendous possibilities and potential. I will give you a sense for the possibility and why we believe the QuickBooks platform is so uniquely positioned to um, become the center of, um, you know, to be able to solve cash flow problems for small businesses. Just as a couple of examples, we have $1.5 trillion of invoice value that is created through QuickBooks every year. So we have just scratched the surface of possibilities there in terms of making those all pay enabled, making those digital. Within that, a huge portion of those are B2B. And we all know that in the in the opportunity set in, in FinTech and finance is to take the pain out of B2B transactions, which are still 80% check based. And so we are building really unique and innovative solutions to say, how can we take the pain out of that to make them move away from paper checks to digital payments? And so you will see that opportunity, but think about the 1.5 trillion number. We see similar potential in our payroll solution space. QuickBooks pays um, the the largest number of um, employees across the country. One in five employees get paid through QuickBooks. Think about the opportunity for embedded finance there with the employees in the network um, and also working with the employers as well. So just so much potential across the board in terms of what we're working through. We've just scratched the surface. We're unbelievably excited about the momentum and engagement, but we just see tremendous potential there.
0: Amazing. And I, I, I know it's early in the morning. I don't know what's going on in the background, but uh, we're all family here. So, so uh, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> what kind of value? So getting back to, the, to these, these four benefits, like what kind of value are you finding um, that designing against these benefits delivers? Uh, and how, how, do, how do you judge progress? How do you measure progress?
1: You know, we've got really clear customer benefit metrics in each of these areas and measure them really Mm -hmm. carefully. So for example, um, when we talk about instant payments, we're measuring the hours to paid with every transaction from the moment the invoice is created to the moment the money is in the account. And we break down every step of that component and go after it to figure out how we can get to essentially instant so with each of the metrics you know for financial stability we look for example at what share of the quickbooks population has access to capital on demand or is actually saving money in the quickbooks envelope so that they've got money set aside for the big expenses so we've created very rigorous measurement capabilities to ensure that we are creating customer benefit constantly and and moving against gold bold goals
0: Got it. And one of the things, Ronnie, that we've heard um, both on the first day of our conference, where we talked about challenger banking, as well as embedded yesterday, um, was was the necessity for high quality data. Um, can you tell us a little bit how QuickBooks is is leveraging the breadth of data that you have? You talked about all this invoice flow, um, and 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 how do you apply AI that makes these embedded offerings that you're describing uh, more powerful for your customers?
1: you know, this is the area we are most excited about because we can provide an unbelievable value for small businesses. Let's take instant payments, for example, and think about what's possible here. So we are working on an experience where we can fund an invoice instantly when it's created without any friction, with five clicks. And the only and it, it, it's it's just a mind-boggling experience. Our customers who've been early testers have been blown away by the experience because it's so simple and so unrivaled, and that is because of the data inside the QuickBooks ecosystem. And so we're able to use this data to create magic with QuickBooks. Not only do we have all of the information about the, the small business themselves to understand their full creditworthiness, they come in and they, they classify and categorize every transaction, but we also understand the counterparties and what, what we, you know, who are they transacting with and what is their profile and what are their likely behaviors. And so that is just one example of how this data can create magic for small businesses. Similarly, you know, I've talked a lot about autonomous finance and being able to auto save for small businesses and auto, you know, pay a bill based in the right order. That is because small businesses come into the platform and they, 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 they put all of their bills in the platform and they pay them through QuickBooks. And it is because, um, you know, we can see everything to understand the full cash flow picture to to make those predictions. So that's the power of the data.
0: So, so I appreciate that. And um, what, what's your approach to designing, like when to embed financial services in, in the customer journey and the customer experience? Like, How, how do you think about that?
1: Um, you know, we design design is also really important in the fintech space. And oftentimes we are very focused on the, for example, the um The algorithm or the 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 benefit we're providing, but if you don't figure out how to insert it in the right moment that matters for small businesses, your adoption and traction is extremely low. So you need to think about contextual moments that matter, and that is an area we spend a lot of effort and focus on so you're not interrupting the small business, but you're creating value for them. Another experience we've we had, you know, early days when we were trying to crack cash flow forecasting, which we are incredibly proud of because it is an area that many have tried. And it has been very difficult for others to crack and create a very effective and um, accurate cash flow forecaster for small businesses. When we started off, we were very focused on the algorithm and getting the predictions right. When we put it in front of customers, we realized that they had a very hard time with that because it was a black box for them. Uh, why mm-hmm. did you get to this prediction? I know more about my business than you. Are you accounting for this assumption that I have? And so we we applied all of our design um, focus areas. We, we have quite a bit of a, um, strong approach to design um in terms of how we we build these offerings so we 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 took it back to um to the foundation and to core principles and what we focused on was um making it totally editable and transparent so we we created the cash flow forecaster and the algorithm but we, we made every transaction um reviewable so the small business understood what was happening and only then did we see tremendous engagement and usage and repeat, repeat usage. And that's what's made the cash flow Forecaster so powerful. It's a combination of Intuit's design prowess and capabilities combined with the algorithms and the data that we're able to bring forward to things.
0: So Rani, I know in our, in our prep of, 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 of your, your talk today, um, three words came up like about embedded, like simple, seamless, and holistic. Um, how do you think about delivering services along those three lines?
1: um we think about taking all of the friction out of the experience Incredibly important we all have an opportunity to do that with risk getting smarter and smarter in the background and never asking the customer information twice so we spend a lot of time on that and we think about building it and embedding it in contextual moments that matter to small businesses so those are the things that that matter most and um in all of this and then and then um breaking down the silos across the offerings. It's very easy as offerings become more holistic, which is what these platforms have increasingly become, for it to feel like, you know, you're now in the payments part of a product, or you're now in the banking part of a product. And we feel very strongly that it all needs to be integrated. And in fact, the team that I lead into it now, is all together, we have one product organization for payments for banking for lending for cash flow forecasting, because we believe the lines need to be entirely blurred and the offerings need to be fully integrated for a small business.
0: Was that an evolution like in your thought like in terms of the the team design um, was yes. it more siloed I guess in the beginning. It was yes.
1: we used we used to have the payments and lending and banking teams. We realized that at the end of the day, all of these are in service to cash flow, to putting small businesses in complete control of their their cash flow and their money. And the only way we could do that is if um, we started building products that blurred the lines. That you had a product that was based, but created out of payments and lending experiences, and they all showed up together for small businesses. Um, so that's that's what we ultimately landed on.
0: Got it, um, so we, we spent a lot of time today talking about embedding QuickBooks services, um, but I know you also have third-party services that you're thinking about. H- how do you balance embedding other third-party services that, that your customers will need, um, particularly around payments?
1: Um, it's, a, it's a great question. The power of QuickBooks is that it's an, one of the many things that make it powerful is it's an open platform. So we believe small businesses should be, you know, small businesses often use 20 20 apps or 20 different solutions to run their business. And, And so we want them to be able to connect all of those into QuickBooks to have a holistic picture and view. We then can create incredible value for them when they do that. So when they create, when they bring in more data and more information, we can use that to to give them even better credit offers and credit products and access to more capital seamlessly and better cash flow predictions and all of that. And so we've worked hard to make QuickBooks very open and and we have a, a very robust developer program and a large number of apps that get integrated and connected, but it's a core part of offering that embedded value to small businesses.
0: Got it. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about um, behind, the behind the scenes aspects of uh, embedded finance for a moment. Um, Rania, how, how are you thinking about balancing, accelerating against these customer benefits that, that we've discussed um, with risk or other foundational capabilities as, as you introduce these new offerings?
1: Yeah. Um, risk is actually one of the most important areas that we could all be leaning into in order to enable this. So I will share that um, as we think about the possibilities and potential, all of this is enabled with best-in-class risk capabilities. If you want to make Give financial stability to small businesses. You need to understand their credit worthiness in the most sophisticated way. You need to have unbelievably sophisticated fraud capabilities to be able to do that. And uh, and the boy boy are the fraudsters very very uh, you know um, talented in their ability to get in there. And so that is an area we have invested in in a massive way. Into it moves four hundred billion dollars a year through our payments and payroll and capital offerings. And so we have invested very heavily in risk capabilities to be able to make all of these financial services absolutely seamless to give small businesses full access to what they deserve and what their business can support. And so it's been an area of incredible um, um, importance. And I will say without that investment, I believe it'll be very hard for for, um, any player in financial services to be able to accelerate and scale and achieve everything that they want for small businesses without friction, because the key is to eliminate friction.
0: I get that um, and I guess we have time for one last question uh, and a question came in from the audience, which actually dovetails with the uh, with the question I was going to ask you um, what excites you most about the opportunities ahead for embedded finance.
1: Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I will say that. Um, There is so much to be excited about. I have been um, watching the space closely, you know, only for the last five years and every year the possibilities have increased, but this year the possibilities have increased in an absolutely exponential way with consumer and small business shifts and with technology shifts. I'm excited about revolutionizing the B2B space, um, moving away from checks. I'm excited about autonomous finance and taking the cognitive load out of the work and optimizing decisions and possibilities and opportunities, and also very excited about all the possibilities that come with crypto for small businesses in terms of you know, faster money movement, lower cost money movement, better access to lending. And so there are just so many areas we're working on and excited about, and I think the momentum will continue to increase and accelerate.
0: Well, I wish you the best of luck, Rania. Thanks for joining us at The Big Bank Theory this year.
1: Thanks for having me, great to chat.
0: Thanks for listening. That was an excerpt from Tearsheet's The Big Bank Theory Conference held in November, 2021. For more stories like this, podcasts, articles, newsletters, and conferences on the impact technology is having on the financial services industry, head on over to Tearsheet's website.